It's the bottom line. On News Radio 610, KONA. From the Tri Cities to Olympia to DC, we break down. The stories of the day and the people making the news. And that's the bottom line. Time to get the bottom line. Presented by McCary Meats in Basin City with your hosts, Rob Francis and Ed Dawson. Well, the health department comes out in favor of these, which was expected. And uh, Richland School District getting your input on how to proceed with the special education program in that city. But first... Give us your bottom line. It's your voice, your show. Call the LegendsCasino.com hotline, 509-547-1610. It is the bottom line. News Radio 610 K1A, hour number two on your Tuesday afternoon. A reminder, if you missed any portion of the first hour, not only can you catch it on the podcast very soon on 610K1A.com, but... You're not going to want to miss tomorrow, especially the first hour. As in the 3 o'clock hour, we will be joined by Pro Football Hall of Famer, Seahawk legend Steve Largent, who will be the keynote speaker Friday, May 3rd, at the Franklin County Republican Party's Lincoln Day Dinner at the Pasco Red Lion. So if you are interested in hearing... Steve Largent speak live on Friday night, May 7th, or May 3rd, excuse me, Friday night, May 3rd, at the Pasco Red Line. Steve Largent will be there, uh, and he will be joining us tomorrow to discuss uh, his appearance amongst another topics in the 3 o'clock hour. So looking forward to that tomorrow. And he just so happens to be my childhood sports idol. Well, uh, you know, it's, it's one of those things that you... I'll try not to be giddy. It is. Do you know? Uh, you know, today is uh, actually a, a, a national. Well, every day is a national day of something. <laughs> That's true. But uh, today is today is National Unicorn Day, and no, that is not a reflection on Governor Jay Inslee's chances of winning the presidential election. No, no, not at all. Or his belief in the ability for him to win the presidential election. But it is National Unicorn Day, and I'm sure he actually. I think I, I would I would place my money with unicorns being real ahead of yeah. his chances. Well, I think he's trying to affix a horn on the front of an orca right now so he can ride it and take pictures. That would be a nar- narwhal, wouldn't it? It would. They do exist, yes, but they're not an orca. So it would be an orca with a horn, so it would be a uni-orca. And therefore, <laughs> he would be able to ride that and, and ride his way to the White House on the back of a uni-orca. And here we go off the rail. <laughs> uh, but one of the things that a number of the other candidates running for the Democratic nomination in 2020 have in common is this desire to pass uh, legislation. And uh, one bill has been introduced by presidential hopeful and New Jersey Senator Cory Booker that would address the longstanding discussion of reparations. Reparations. Yes. Reparations. Now, if you're if you're new to the reparations discussion, reparations is something that has been that was proposed for the first time roughly, I think, 30, 35 years ago uh, in Congress. And what it would do is it would pay a stipend to the living relatives of any individual that was brought over to the United States as a slave. The, con- wow. the condition would be that the those individuals would have to uh, be able to trace their lineage back to a slave. They would have to be living in this country, and uh, uh, again, they would have to be able to prove conclusively a link. That could be, I mean, literally thousands or tens of thousands of people 
that could pro- I mean, how many generations are we removed? Oh, there's from- probably a few billion that you probably could. D- that's could- probably yeah. true. I mean, there's there's a staggering amount of people that could probably, you know, and then, you know, how, how much just any a- any lineage at all? That's what they're I mean, talking about. Are Anybody? we talking about Elizabeth Warren type lineage? You or know, if you've got the DNA to back it up, there there is the possibility that uh, you know, according to Cory Booker and and others, that you should get a check. Is this sponsored by Ancestry dot com or something? Because their no. stock would go way up. Everyone would go and check and see if they got money coming to them. Right? Sure, sure would. Absolutely, it would. Now, just because you would have. Any type of African in your code doesn't necessarily mean you're descended by a, via from a slave. That's right. That was here in the country. So it's not it's not if you have any kind of African descent, you have to be descended specifically from a slave. Good wow. luck. Yeah, good luck figuring that out. I mean, we are what 150 years removed from from the Civil War. Oh, more than that. Isn't it? Yeah, Civil War, one hundred and fifty-four years. Okay, roughly. well, I was I was rounding off. Yeah, so yeah, roughly one hundred and fifty years uh, removed from the Civil War, which actually wasn't the, you know, slavery was not the reason. Right. It was an ancillary part yes. of it, but uh, so. But here's the question so I have. Yeah, go ahead. Here's a question I have. Okay, no one in my family, on either side of my family father or mother, was in this country prior to the 1880s, 1890s at the latest. Oh, okay. So, so you don't get any reparation money? Well, no. At all? Why, why should Why should any, any tax dollars that me or anybody in my family have put into the government be used for reparations when we never owned a slave? We, we weren't involved in any of that. We were here after the fact. Anybody in my family, either side, was here long after the, it was done. So why should anybody whose families came to this country after the Civil War was over and slavery was abolished have to pay any reparations to anybody who they had nothing to do with any of this? Is that fair? At the risk of sounding like an insensitive jerk, I... I don't get this at all. I don't either. And, and, and may, you know, okay, I, I admit I'm not African American. Maybe, maybe I, I don't understand, but I'm I'm usually pretty good at 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 perspective and seeing things through other people's eyes. I actually I I, I can do that fairly well. This, no doubt, was a dark moment. No pun intended. This was a dark moment in in our history, in world history, in world history. Oh, it was. By it, the way, it still goes on today. It's it's a terrible thing. Uh, it was a terrible thing, and yeah, there probably should have been something done 150 years ago. Maybe uh, you know have that discussion then. Why now? Why now? Well, because Cory Booker is trying to is trying to uh, separate himself from the rest of the Democratic field for president. And so he is going to run on this issue, apparently. This is what he thinks will separate him by hopefully garnering the, the black vote, I guess. I, but 
Why are we why are we, we digging this back up? Well, we found out with Barack Obama you need more than the black vote to get elected president of the United States. That's true. Okay. So that's that's first thing. That's true. Second, we're digging it back up because it's all about socialism. It's all about writing checks to other people, okay? Every time, I remember the last time this was a hot discussion, it was the end of the 90s and cities were talking about Cutting checks, yeah. and they were they were gonna they were gonna do it. And I remember getting into discussions with with some people I knew at the time that were in favor of it. And I asked them some really simple questions: How do you figure out if somebody actually is descended from a slave? Well, you just give it to all black people. Well, that's kind of insulting to insinuate that every black person that's here is a descendant of a slave. Yeah. Not not every black person that's in the United States is a descendant of a slave. That's, that's right. That's not a fair statement to make. That's correct. You know, how can you determine that some of these lines have run out? How do you expect to find out all these things? Nobody wants to answer the questions as to how to make it work. They just want to make statements to go out and do it. Oh, you mean like just an idea? Yeah. Let's go to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from? Michelle. I'm calling from Kennewick. Hi, Michelle. Uh, where do they propose this money's going to come from? <laughs> well, our tax dollars. What well, do you think? The federal government but, has uh, billions so of dollars. dollars. We already owe money. <laughs> oh, we owe lots of money. Yeah. Oh, that's, 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 oh, yeah. No, no, no. We owe lots of money. I mean, that's the thing. So I guess we'll borrow more money from China so that we're able to pay off, you know, reparations. But, but here's the other part of this. That, that nobody's thinking about here. What about the Chinese? Oh, geez. What about the Irish? Yeah. I mean, there were many cultures that were enslaved in this country and put to work and treated like garbage. Why are we just talking about one? Now back to the bottom line on News Radio 610 KONA. Presented by McCary Meats in Basin City. It's your voice, your show. Call the LegendsCasino.com hotline, 509 547 1610. This hour brought to you in part by Perfection Tire with four Tri Cities locations to serve you. Bottom line, News Radio 610 KONA. Five four seven one six ten. You want to get involved in the show? Also via email six ten k one a dot com. Going back to the phones. You're up. What's your name? Where are you calling from today? This is Chuck from West Richland. What's going on, Chuck? Well, I would submit that, uh, in some degree, anyways, they've already got their reparations, and all you got to do is compare what their life would be like now if they and their ancestors were born in their home country of Nigeria or South Africa or any of those other countries and what their line would have looked like had they not been subjected to the um, the Muslims that sold them into slavery to begin with. Um, so I would submit that comparing what their life looks like today versus what it would look like today if they were still in Nigeria is is reparations plenty, I believe. Thanks for the call, Chuck. And, and you know, the, whenever we have these... And I don't even know if debate is the right word, but whenever we see legislation like this that comes up, do you notice it only looks at a small part of the history? Mm -hmm. It makes a statement that people of African descent were brought to this country against their will by slave traders, and it's the United States' fault. Well, for those that 
are aware of their history, the United States was the last one in and the first one out of the slave trade. Taking part in it in all is an embarrassing moment in our country's history. No question. But we were the last ones in and the first ones out when it came to the slave trade. Slave trade continues today, and it continues today in countries where it originated, like Africa. Um, I would be interested to see if Cory Booker or anyone else running in 2020 would look to seek damages from the warlords in those countries that when they defeated an opposing tribe would take the men into uh, basically take them as prisoners and then sell them as slaves so they would no longer be a threat to the land that was just conquered. That would I'm just wondering if that could be in the legislation and maybe we could try and, and offset some of the cost of these reparations. Let's go back to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from? Hey, this is Dave from Kenwick. Hi, Dave. What's up? You guys got me thinking on my, my future retirement, maybe. <laughs> um, I've got... I, I've got Irish relatives that died building the railroads for Vanderbilt. I think I'm going to send him a letter. I also have Jewish relatives that died during the Holocaust. So I think I might send uh, Angela Merkel a letter. And hopefully she's still in office when she gets a letter. Um, where, where could this possibly end? I mean, there it, it's a bottomless pit. If once we set precedence with somebody, is it just going to continue like a snowball? You, you know, Dave, I'll tell you what. All you got to do is have one government take a bite out of that apple, and and then it does snowball. You know, hey, you committed a travesty against a group of people a century and a half ago, but because we live in the world that we do now, you should be forced to pay for that travesty, even though nobody here is able to trace. No, nobody is still alive from that era, but 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 they're 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 relatives should be able to benefit from their pain and suffering. And and that, to me, is, is the biggest problem with all of this. If there was an individual that was alive, for example, if there were any kids that are still alive today that were interred in the Japanese camps, absolutely 100%. No question in my mind. Would they be would they be uh, oh, would would they be do some type of reparation? Yes, they would. But if there if there is no longer any survivors does the next generation get the reparations? No, because they weren't affected by it. Well, they that, didn't suffer as a result of it. And and that's kind of where I was going. I don't necessarily disagree with the concept. Again, this should have been addressed 150 years ago with that generation or maybe the generation after. Okay, but you, 150 years is a long time. You're talking about... Eh, five generations uh you at know at least at least i mean that's that's 30 years in a cycle i mean it's probably maybe more closer to six generations no, you're talking to, i think it's 20 roughly it's a cycle for generations okay so, you're talking, so more talking like seven six, to eight yeah six or seven you yeah. know generations you know how far back do we need to go and, and again i it's a concept that should have been addressed long ago and just because uh you know, Cory Booker wants to run on it now doesn't mean that, you know, we should be doing it. And, and there's an underlying piece to this, too. And it's you got to you got to turn it around a little bit. Not only is Senator Cory Booker 
saying that African-Americans should get reparations for the slave trade in this country 150 plus years ago. But the it's a backhanded slap on European Caucasians. Sure. Because they were the ones that did it to them. So uh, even though we all know that that's not completely true either. Let's go to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from? It's Bill from Walla Walla. Hi, Bill. What's going on? Well, I'd like to say I don't I don't think we can give money to individuals for what happened that long ago. However, I believe that it has, you know, through the Jim Crow South, which I was raised in the South, I've, I've seen all that. Um, I think the, we have to look at who are the actual racists here. First of all, it's the Democratic Party. And if I were going to give reparations to the fine African-American people in this country, I want to bring them back to America and let them know this is their country, and we're, we're all in this together. They're fine Americans. We need to get the Democrats out of power and the reparations be in the form of going into these communities and making a real difference on it by non-biased leaders who are not interested in race. They're interested in Americans. They're interested in building up this country. Put what needs to be placed in these communities so that folks can have jobs and good schools and all of those things. It is the Democrat Party since the days of slavery, since the days of the Ku Klux Klan. It's all been Democrats. Jim Crow South, these are all Democrats. Somehow, it's all been poured on the Republican Party now and the conservatives. I don't hear any conservatives talking about race. They're talking about ideas. They're talking about the American way. So that's what I would say. I wish all the African-Americans could feel right at home in this country because they did build this country. They are us. Thanks for the call, call. Bill. Appreciate it. I I like that take. You know, the, the best thing that we can do today is not cut checks. Yep. But it is, whether it be descendants of African slaves descendants of the of the Chinese slaves in the Pacific Northwest that, you know, did all kinds of, you know, built the rail lines and all did all these other things. The Irish, the Irish, any of that. The best thing that we can do is not cut checks, but to give everyone an equal shot, not special, but treat people equally. And I've said this a million times on this show. There is a huge difference between special treatment and equal treatment. You don't feel like you're being treated equally. Okay, let's let's make it so that it is truly equal. Everyone in this country truly has an equal shot at success. Not a special treatment. We're not going to raise one group up above another because then you just create a whole new cycle of the same stuff that we've been dealing with in this country. That doesn't do any good. You know, it's unfortunate because I think the majority of Americans feel that way exactly, but there are those that sow the seeds of distrust because it's profitable. And so there are certain groups within groups of people that will never trust someone on the outside of their particular race, creed, or culture simply because... There are those within that are telling them, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. And so until we get to a point that that there are those that can lead themselves, we're going to have a harder time getting there. More of the bottom line is Radio 610 K1A after this.
by phone? Give us your bottom line through email. Send your thoughts from the bottom lines page at 610kona.com. Back to the bottom line, presented by McCary Meats in Basin City on News Radio 610-KONA. This hour partially brought to you by Ben Franklin Transit, connecting our communities. You can visit them at bft.org. Bottom line, News Radio 610 K1A. Welcome back to the show Tuesday afternoon. Robin Ed with you. A couple of emails we want to share uh, from Joe in West Richland. I believe this whole race issue needs to stop. No doubt what happened 140 years ago was a dark part of our history, but the same thing happened to the Native Americans, the Irish, the Chinese, etc. I wish we all had the same ideals from what I learned in the military. There is no brown, black, white. We all bleed the same color. We all breathe the same air. We all strive to become better. I wish we really shared this idea. And, Joe, I think there are a lot more people out there than you think that do share that idea, but they're not the loudest voices in the room. I also think there should be a distinction made there with uh, bringing in the Native Americans because the they they were given, given reparations, yes. if you will, which in the form of land. Yes. Was it anywhere close to the land they occupied before the uh, white settlers moved in? No, not at all. Uh, but they were given something. They, you know, they had some land designated for their use yes. that, you know, today operates independently. I mean, really. Sovereign nation. Sovereign nation. So uh, I don't know that I would put Native Americans in the same category because... Only about, I think, what happened to them, but they have yes. been a class that has received reparation. Correct. And Jim in Washington said two quick points. The redress for slavery was addressed in two ways. The U.S. paid to help ex-slaves establish Liberia as a nation, and also any slave at the end of the Civil War was entitled to 40 acres and a mule's compensation. And on a different note, I would be opposed to the county getting into real estate, but since I left Twitter due to its toxic nature, I cannot participate in your poll. Well, thank you, Jim, for giving us your answer via email. We will, we will note your opposition. To uh, the county getting And we don't blame you either. No, we do not blame (laughs) you at all. Um, You know, but as as this reparation discussion, and I I really don't think it's going to gain uh, any legs in the Senate because most people in the Senate look at it as exactly what it is, a 2020 stunt. Um, Yeah. But Cory Booker will campaign on it. Kamala Harris has brought it up with the thought that if they get elected, they'll be able to do something about it. Let's keep in mind, the President of the United States does not have control of the purse strings. The President of the United States can move money around within budgets, but he cannot allocate money just on his own. So the President President Booker couldn't sign an executive order that says $150 trillion dollars goes to those who claim to be descendants of slaves in the Civil War. Okay. That, that, you can't do that. That doesn't work. That would have to be passed and appropriated through Congress. So not only is it going nowhere in this incarnation of the Senate, it will never make it through Congress, even if they become president. So it is a giant publicity stunt. That is all it is, is a giant publicity stunt. But it gets people talking again. And what else does it do? It creates, it, it, it makes the divide a little bit deeper. 547 here on the bottom line. News Radio 610-KONA. Well, let's go to the phones. Just as I was thinking we might. 
go down the list. We'll take a phone call. You're up on the bottom line, News Radio 610 KONA. Who's this? Where are you calling from? Uh, this is Chris from Richmond. Hi, Chris. What's going on? Uh, I think this uh, reparation thing is going to set up for a pretty interesting debate, especially when it comes to Kamala Harris and Booker. Is Booker going to call Kamala Harris out for owning slaves? And where is that going to go to? I'll tell you what, it will be. Those debates are going to be really interesting because I think, at least at the beginning, they're all going to be really careful not to dig into each other, except for one, and that's Bernie. Yeah. And Bernie is not going to care. Bernie is going to go after all of them equally. Bernie is going to dig into every single one of them, and they're all going to have trembling lip disease. When it's all said and done, because he does, he cares about one thing: getting that nomination. The rest of them may look at each other as a as a a, a pack to take down Trump. Bernie Sanders is looking at all of them as standing in his way. He's, I mean, he is he is different from them on certain policy things. Um, you know, he is different from them. Now, Bernie is a socialist. There's no sense about yeah. that. About that. But there are but some of these. He's been fairly consistent in yes, his views. There, there are some of these in vogue things that the far left is trying to push. That Bernie is saying, "Yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, I don't. I'm not buying into that. I'm not buying into that at all." And there's even some things that you're finding that President Obama is pushing back on in the direct some of the direction that the party wants to go to, simply because there is something to be said about experience, and experience is. You don't show all 52 cards in your deck. And that's what a lot of these young end politicians are doing in the Democratic Party. They're showing all 52 cards. And if Bernie Sanders believes in everything they're saying, he's certainly not going to tell them. No. And he's not going to tell the public. Mm-mm. And that's what Obama is, is insinuating in all this is you're talking too much. You're putting these things out there that are driving wedges between the Democratic Party and medical and middle America. Shut up. If you really want to do it, get elected first, lie to the people, and do what I did. A bunch of stuff that they don't want, but lie to their face and tell them that you're their best friend. These young kids, they just don't know how to be politicians, do they? They don't know how to lie. <laughs> five four seven one six ten is the number. Five zero nine five four seven one six ten here on the bottom line. You can send us an email too. Just go to the website six ten k o n a dot com. Go to the bottom line page and send us your question or comment. Want to make sure we remind everybody? Join us tomorrow morning or tomorrow afternoon, three o'clock. Uh, as we will be joined by Pro Football Hall of Famer, Seahawk legend, Steve Largent. He will be on the program with us tomorrow at 3 o'clock. He will be the keynote speaker May 3rd at the Pasco Red Lion for the Franklin County Republican Party's Lincoln Day Dinner. For more information on that, go to franklincountygop.org. But Steve Largent will be on with us tomorrow at 3 o'clock to talk about the event, among some other things. You're up on the bottom line. News Radio 610 KONA. Your name, where are you calling from? Hi, my name's John from Crossford. I just had a question. Uh, the Republicans set black people free at the end of the Civil War, and the Democrat Party wanted to keep them all basically as slaves. Why would anybody that's of black origin want to ever vote for a Democrat? Because things have changed in 150 years. You know, here's I tell you exactly why. The Great Society. Mm-hmm. Lyndon Johnson. Yeah. Lyndon Johnson started handing out checks. 
I, I mean, seriously, you would think after the Jim Crow South, you would never have a black person vote as a Democrat after what they went through down south at the hands of Democratic governors, Democratic legislatures, um, you know, segregation, you know, getting beat up if you went into the wrong bathroom. You would think they would never vote as a Democrat. But not long after the Civil Rights Acts were passed, the Great Society was passed and Lyndon Johnson started handing out checks. And then all of a sudden, the Democrats became best friends. They became best friends with Democrats because now we're getting checks in the mail from the government. It's exactly what happened. You're up on the bottom line, News Radio 610 KONA. Who's this? Where are you calling from? Hey, this is Chris from Pasco. Hi, Chris. Hey, so what's the difference between uh, them handing out checks and basically just making them slaves of a different type? I didn't hear what your commentary on that was, but uh, having all of these social welfares that are going on, making people think that you have to rely on your government to survive that's just you're just a slave of a different type absolutely that's 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 he absolutely right there it's absolutely it chris i mean what you've done is you've you've put people into a position where you are giving you are sending them checks you're taking credit for the fact that they have money coming in and it's going to be enough to sustain them put food in their mouth so on and so forth oh the guy that's running against me wants to take all that away uh, you can't vote for him you got to vote for us even though we treated you like garbage for a hundred years we're giving you a check now and you're relying on that and they're going to take it away but to that to to the grander scale what Democrats have been about um, for some time, it's not just African-Americans. It's the homeless, any other minority, anybody that they want to, in, in, under the guise of helping them and equality and everything else, there is that notion, just what the last caller said, that... You may be free, and I'm helping you, but it's implied that you you should vote for me to keep this going. And, yeah, that's a form of indentured servitude. It really is. It's, it's a modern-day form of slavery, if you think about it. 547-1610, we're going to take a timeout here on the bottom line, News Radio 610-KONA. This hour brought to you in part by the Kitchen Creators at Bunch Finnegan, making your dream kitchen come true. 9 East Columbia Drive in Kennewick. You want to shoot us an email? You can do that. Just go to our website, 610kona.com. Go to the bottom line page. Send us your question or your comment. You can also take part in our poll question on Twitter. It had to do with our topic in the first hour, whether or not uh, the counties, specifically Benton County, should get into the real estate business. This is the Bottom Line News Radio 610 KONA. More after this. Join the show. Call the LegendsCasino.com hotline 509-547-1610. Back to the Bottom Line with Rob and Ed. Presented by McCary Meats in Basin City on News Radio 610 KONA. You can call the show. You can email the show. You can take part in our poll question on Twitter, all kinds of uh, wonderful ways to uh, be a part of the discussion. And that's what we do here, Rob, every day. uh, You know, we discuss a lot of different things. Yeah, a lot of politics and some offbeat things from time to time. But it's really about the discussion. You know, I'm not going to speak for Rob. I don't have all the answers. 
And, you know, we don't necessarily profess to have all the answers, but it's that discussion, something that we don't do very much in society anymore. You know, heck, we don't even know our neighbors very well anymore. So what we've done here with this program is to open up the phone lines, talk about something, get your voice heard. But more than that, man, maybe even come up with a with a with an answer or two from time to time. Let's go to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from? Hi, this is Bill from out of Pasco. I just I can't believe these folks are asking for reparations, but they're not old enough to understand all the things that were offered to them in the past, like affirmative action. I mean, affirmative action went on for almost almost 25, 30 years, and uh, I, I, I worked my way through college as a mechanic, and I had a professor come in one day after I'd graduated, and I was working on his car, and he told me, he said, Bill, I was just told by, a, by the president of this university that I'm going to have to graduate some of these folks, <clears throat> and that was... That was really, you know, I said, well, that's that's not the right thing to do. I said, graduating, it was great. But I said, if they need help, why don't we tutor them? And he said, he said, no. He said, I said that to him, and he said, no. And I said, well, I'd be glad to help tutor them. And, and he said, no, Bill. He said, I had to graduate them. And that, that was pretty frustrating because for the really good students, you know, that was a kind of a blight on their record. And, and for the ones that needed help, we should have been able to help them. But anyway, then along came Lyndon Johnson with the Great Society, and he ran all the fathers out of the community. You know, the young fathers out of the homes because they couldn't qualify for the, the, the services that they needed. So then the fathers were run out of the homes, and the young girls were left by themselves. So the whole system, when the government gets involved, sometimes... It backfires, and people don't don't look look at what's really going to happen. So, you know, reparations isn't an answer, but but I can understand why a lot of these young folks think that maybe maybe it would be. But but they've already had a lot of help, and and uh, there's a lot of opportunity out there. You just got to search for it, no matter who you are. So, and and I've tried to help a lot of young folks, you know find some help and stuff like that but it's just you know it's just kind of frustrating yeah absolutely appreciate the call five four seven one six ten is the number here on the program you know a, a thought that crossed my mind was will there be an african-american leader in this country somewhere who says senator booker i am offended that you think our community needs reparations. I would like to see that because you know that there are, you know there's got to be a a chunk of, and maybe even a majority of African-Americans who don't want reparations. You know, they, they, they want to strive for the American dream just like anybody, and they don't want that crutch and that servitude you know that that they don't want to have that on their on their minds that you know now they feel like they owe the the democratic party or even cory booker a vote or anything else because he he's pushing for reparations i you see what i'm saying i, I you know if 
this far removed, I, I feel like I would probably be offended if if somebody came at me. If I, if I have been a successful person in this country, no matter my skin color, no matter my origin, no matter anything, that somebody comes along and says and pats me on the head and says, you know, we'll we'll make things right. We'll we'll get you reparations for what happened 150 years ago in this country. I think I would be offended. Five four seven one six ten five zero nine five four seven one six ten. You you mean to tell me you don't think I can make it on my own? That I need I, I need this this extra crutch. That's that I I think that's where I would come off on that. Maybe I'd be in the minority on that. Well, I, I mean, a lot of it depends on on who you are. I mean, I've I've known people of all different backgrounds who have, I mean, a, a, a mindset or a behavior is not indicative of any one group of people. No. I've known people on every side that, that do not have a work ethic. I've known people on every side yeah. who don't, do not want to get up off of a couch. I know people in all different, you know, makes and, and marks that would rather spend the day partying away. Um, and I've known people from all different sides that absolutely despise people that take advantage of for lack of a better term government money yeah um you know so i think that i don't think that it is it is exclusive to a group of people or uh any gender or anything like that i think what it comes down to is your environment and does your environment encourage you to want to accept something like this or does your environment encourage you to go out and make your own way you know i mean could you imagine say i I mean for example barack obama would he accept the check for reparations as a former president of the united states do you think what kind of message would that send now we also know that the president is not the ancestor of a slave that was in this country in, in, in any point in time in the 1800s. But what what kind of message would that send if, if you're handing out just because of someone's skin color, you're giving them a check? Patrick from Prosser writes, with DNA ancestry so popular, what happens if someone finds out that they have both slave and slave owner lines? Do they cut a check to themselves? They consult Ben Affleck. Yeah, something like that. Because Ben, 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 when he found out he was a slave, his family were slave owners, well, he exnayed that part out of the PBS special quick. Yeah, he sure did. Want to remind you, join us tomorrow, 3 o'clock. Pro Football Hall of Famer, Seahawk legend Steve Largent joins us on the bottom line. 3 o'clock is going to be awesome tomorrow. And if you'd like to see him speak live in the Tri-Cities, May 3rd, it's a Friday night, Franklin County, Republican Party's Lincoln Day Dinner. He'll join us tomorrow at 3 o'clock. Do not miss it.